0: You are listening to the Become a Guitarist Today podcast with Adam Roach. Hey there and welcome to episode number 188 with my two guests today, Mike Craig and Tommy Gibbons from the band Farewell to Fear. So in today's podcast, we talk all about their album called Polarity, which is out now. So the guys gives us a breakdown of some of the songs from the album of the the recording process the the meaning of behind some of the songs and we also go into some of their influences as well so it's a great podcast i hope you really enjoy it the opening track you are hearing is from the new album and the song is called brainwashed and again thank you to my sponsors custom guitar picks arnold krakowka and musician now we do talk a little bit about musician in today's podcast as well so we discussed the new metallica course which is available now on musician so now's a great time to get onto it and again I have one more free pass left so if you would like a, a three month free pass for musician let me know and I can send you that out straight away or otherwise if you just like to download the app you can get 30% off by putting in the, the discount code BAGT30 when checking out so let's go all the way over to the States now with have my interview with Mike Craig and Tommy Gibbons all right there we go. So welcome, Tommy and Mike, to the podcast.
1: Hey, Adam. Awesome. What's up, buddy?
0: So I must say congratulations with the, the new album. Thank Hello. you. And
1: thank you very much.
0: No, it's a great album. I mean, listen to it all, um, you know, during the week and fantastic songs. Awesome. Well, I appreciate that. We put a lot into it, hoping that uh, people would love it as much as
1: we enjoyed making it.
0: Yeah, definitely. So the the basic concept about this album um, are a lot of the songs written over the pandemic, and about the pandemic as well.
1: Yeah, and I think Tommy, if you want to chime in on this as well, you certainly can. Um, to kind of you know give a idea of our thoughts. Obviously, you know, um, it, it wasn't just it wasn't just about pandemic necessarily. It was just about the emotions and you know what people go through in the process.
0: Yeah,
2: right. And it was um, well, it took us two years. This is two years in the making, know. Mike. Something like something yeah. like that, um, and that's why like the album is so like stylistically and you know sonically is so different. You know, each song brings something different because we didn't want to just go in there and make an album and everything be like the same shit. We wanted to like change it up, and we just what we felt you know we wanted to present whatever we felt at that time. Mm. You know, I think we did a pretty good job of doing that.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, going over something like uh, you know brainwashed which um, I think a lot of people really connect to that one. <laughs>
1: yeah. All
0: <laughs> yes. right. That,
1: that. T- that was very timely. Yeah. Um, and boy, took on took on a big meaning, that's for sure. And, you know, I think that um, a lot of people can listen to not just Brainwash, but, but the entire album and relate to it on one level or another, um, where they can apply it to something that's happening in their life. Mm-hmm. um and kind of generate their own feeling and connection um with what's happening brainwash was just that one of those songs for for us when we wrote it because um man after a while we it just did feel like you know there's so much information yeah. coming from so many different sources um not just uh i mean and it's it's the first time in, in in our lifetimes that it isn't just in our neighborhood or it just isn't in our country. It's a worldwide thing for sure. And this, all this information coming in at once. And it's like, man, talk about brainwashed, you know, from one side to the other, it it is what you make of it. And, and however you connect to that, um, you know, is, you know, it's uh, it'll make sense.
0: Right. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, like yesterday, for example, uh, here in the news, they just announced, you know, the fourth dose, like everyone's got to get this fourth dose and, like, uh uh, really feel brainwashed. <laughs> right.
1: Or, yeah. or when, it, and like I said, then, and, and, and there's always, there's always, there's always two sides, usually, hmm. you know, or two or three sides um, on, on every different topic. And, and, and people get to the point where they get so much information, they start wondering, what, I don't know, what am I doing? And who am I following? Who am I listening to? And, yeah. and you get after, after so many, uh, not just months, but years now, of this barrage of information and programming and this and that it's you know sometimes you just gotta throw up your arms and go oh my gosh you know yeah enough
0: yeah so where are you guys up to there at the moment over in the states as far as the the doses like we're up to number four now so
1: uh as far as uh uh i don't know tommy where are we at now are they are they trying to do i don't even know anymore i don't even pay attention
2: I'm a hermit, so I don't even know what's happening <laughs> I, don't,
1: you know, I don't know it's a late, the latest I heard they're they're trying to they're you know they're figuring it out for infants and and seniors and and something in between and but it, you know it's tough to, it's tough to tell because every time you turn on the news or it's always something different you know so once again, how are you gonna know what what's really the you know the situation you know so you gotta gotta just educate yourself as best as possible and kind of navigate through it
0: yep um, now going over to the other one where you got the, the the lyric video for the cartoon uh, falling,
1: for a sense of you question you fall
0: falling another great song. yes. So you can tell us a bit about that song.
1: Tommy, over to you, buddy.
2: That one is more uh like for me personally, that's like more my style, that percussive, almost genty style riffing. Um, not as melodic as you know, some of the other tracks. I mean, it's got moments, but uh that one, that one, that one to me, that one was a lot of fun to make, like just going to that different level. I I would say it's one of definitely one of the more I don't want to say heavier, but aggressive farewell tunes. i would i would would think but uh no that one that one was a lot of fun and i love the effect um in the beginning because okay so i'm a huge godzilla mark as you could tell by the shirt the hat poster (laughs) so i got to i tried to attempt to recreate like his roar because they made it with a bass guitar so i kind of did the best i could to kind of recreate that in the beginning and that was a lot of fun Mm. um you know on the production side of things
1: yeah, lyr- lyrically, it was, it's, um, once again, it's another song I think that everyone can relate to on a personal level in whatever area um, that you may be feeling. You know, I think that, uh, you know, I think t- to some degree, um, a lot of times people do feel that they're, um, they're in this perpetual uh, downward, you know, spiral, yeah. you know, to some degree because of all the things that are happening around them. And, um, but it doesn't have to be that way, you know, but, but I I think there's moments in our lives, we all feel like that, you know? So, um, but once again, and I think that what I hope people get out of it is that they know that, um, whatever they're doing, whatever they're happening, whatever they're going through, um, it's okay. Um, they're not alone and whether they feel that there's no end in sight, um, just got to have that faith and belief that, you know what, you're right around the corner. You know, I'm a big believer Of man, life is a a series of problems and challenges and shit you got to work your way through. And if you're not in if you're not currently dealing with a a challenge or a problem right now, you probably just got out of one. And if you did, if you're not, if you didn't just get out of one and you're not wanting one right this moment, there's one waiting right outside that's gonna hit you when you walk out the door. But so that's part of life. Just know that you're not alone and we all go through the process. So it's not something that you uh, you have
0: to, that's not the end game, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when you guys uh, I wrote this album, for example, was that um, like a collaboration thing together, or was it uh, separately? So um, the majority of all of our stuff is a
1: collaboration. At, at, you know, what we I mean we've got we've got a bunch of talented guys in this band. So um, you know, we like to to try to bring everybody in as much as possible to to bounce ideas off of or we create some ideas and then bounce them off and then we do you know it's not necessarily that we all get in get in a, in a, in a room together yeah. uh, it's hard for us to do that um, not just because of covid but it was hard um because we all live in different states okay. so we don't even we don't live in the same town so um, for the sake of efficiency and the sake of um trying to keep things on track um tommy and i do the majority of of the brainstorming and then we bounce ideas and thoughts and and we make adjustments as as need be um as we're you know making final um approaches to the song and and um and go in kind of in that format
0: yeah yeah that's really cool i mean i guess the you know a lot of people i spoke to over the last year i'd say a lot of the albums have been written you know remotely sending files back and forth and everything so (laughs) it seems like the way it works
1: you know, and it it wasn't any big deal for us. We've we've been doing it that way for the last ten years. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so going through this process was easy for us, um, just because we're used to doing it. But but you're right. For a lot of bands, it was probably a culture shock yeah. for them not to be able to do it the way they had been doing it. So
0: we're fortunate in that fact. Yeah, excellent. So do you play guitar as well, Mike?
1: I don't. I dabble, but I can't, I, I can't do, I'm one of those guys that I can't do too many things. I can't uh, do too many things at one time very well. <laughs> so I stick to what I, I stick to what I feel that I'm, uh, I'm, I'm okay at and I just try to stay in my lane.
0: Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, Tommy, so when you write your riffs, do you have like a, a vocal melody in mind or just more of the riffs? Absolutely. Center?
2: Absolutely not. I don't even usually have a riff idea in mind. I usually walk in the studio and go see what happens, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, no, I mean, I mean, I wish I had a cooler story to tell you like, yeah, I, I went through this dar- this process. No, I, I mean, when it, especially the last batch of songs that we did, uh, I picked a mic from the airport and I literally looked at him like, hey, man, so I have nothing, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't have a clue what we're doing (laughs) and for me though that kind of works out better because it's like all right well cool we're gonna be there together and we got we're gonna start fresh and let's see what happens i mean because i believe um if you have set ideas then you're like kind of locked in Mm. you know to those ideas or you're dedicated to those ideas and then it's a lot harder to change i mean i produce bands for a living and a lot of the bands I work with, they have a hard time or they struggle with the idea of change because it's like, well, this is the way I've been doing it for so long. I'm like, yeah, but it's not working. So the fact that we kind of walked in the majority of this record blind, it kind of actually worked to our benefit. Yeah, which is actually how I approach a lot of my writing is I'm I don't really walk in there with like, hey, I'm gonna have i have this cool idea because I, I i mean i can't remember what i did five minutes ago so do you expect me to walk in there with an idea and remember it now i'm i i it's usually just hey this sounds really cool let's piece it together and see what happens or see if we can make magic out of it you know
0: yeah yeah because i mean some of your riffs and then the the melodies that you come up with like uh, over the top they're really well together but it's like yeah, it's one of these type of things. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah,
1: well, it's, it's great, and the and the the uh, the process was was fun. I mean, that's one thing that you know Tommy and I talked about. I was like, man, that was that was really fun. We had a, we really had a good time um, uh, in the process itself because there was a lot of spontaneity, mm. and and around the and the whole theme around this album was let's just do whatever. Let's do whatever we feel like doing, as opposed to. Um, and I know Tommy deals with this every day because he's, you know, reduces bands, but even even writing albums prior to has always been, there's always been this kind of um, goal in mind. Oh, okay, like, this yeah. album has to go down this different direction or this, this album is specifically written and you have to kind of keep things in this little box, you know, because yeah. um, if you go outside of this box and you do this, well, it's not going to fit the format that these people are looking for or that type of thing. And so this album was, was and I, I mean Tommy was like you sure you want to do that I'm like yes absolutely I mean the gloves came off it was let's do this because I don't know it was almost like I don't know do you like it Tommy's like well yeah it's badass I'm like well good then let's do that let's do it because, <laughs> you know because at the end of the day you know what who are we doing this for And 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 I believe that if we're if we truly are doing this because we really love it and we're putting out music because we think it's fun, but we think it's badass. I think other people will, will relate and understand that as well. Um, if we are if we are contracted to continue to write a particular way for a particular outcome, I just I think that you miss the whole point, you
0: yeah. know, of what we're doing. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I guess it's really good for you guys too to have that uh, flexibility just to write whatever comes out.
1: Yeah, you know, whatever.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so hey. If people if people love it, awesome. You yeah. know, if people hate it, awesome. I mean, it's okay, right? Because, you know, um, it's once we don't have big egos and we're just we're just want to make some fun stuff and you know and have a good time doing it and hopefully people will will join in in that.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. Now, just going over to one of the other songs, uh, "Crash and Burn." That's probably one of my favorites. Let's say. Okay. Well, just something a bit different. Stop
1: this stand for Can we stop and make a change? i mean tommy came came up with that riff and i was like dude that riff is sick (laughs) it's like we've got to do something with that uh there was definitely some dynamics in that one and like i said um we actually um brought in our old producer as well on that song which was uh, damon starkey with um that produced our um our last album voices um great dynamic guy and, and works really really well with tommy and i and the rest of the guys so um and you know it was good because it brings in another dynamic, you know that we can that we can leverage and utilize, and um and that was just a just a fun song, you know, to play. Um and then once again lyrically it just goes down to um the one of the biggest issues that we're dealing with right now are we are we staring, you know, if we we're if we were to look at look ahead into the future. I mean, where are we at? I mean, are we are we going to be okay? And this is the questions for a lot of people. Or are we just gonna we just gonna screw this shit up and this is just a big crash and burn fireball ahead of us? Um, and because I think it's it all starts with um, you know it, you know and without sounding cliche or cheesy, it's all you know uh, you know even in the song it's it, it's it's all about love not hate. And it's and if we're focusing on hate and focusing on hate and focusing on hate, well that can promise you um, this world's going to hell in handbasket. Mm-hmm. you know and you know it just it's and it's really kind of up to us to make that decision and uh as a collective so yeah. hopefully people get the point on um on what we're where we're coming with that song
0: yeah for sure but now, i mean the whole album is just fantastic and then you got your the cover at the end so how did that come about the surprise you're dead face no more
1: interesting because um and like you said like Tommy said mentioned earlier we had this like two-year span where we we're um sometimes we we're really really eager <laughs> yeah I mean, we were we we're exploring we we're doing different things and <sighs> we were um uh you know experimenting on on different stuff so um in in you know in some of the lull I was like well because we haven't done a we haven't done a cover mm. um that we actually put out since diamonds and that was 2013 <laughs> and so you know that was a long time to and so well if we do it and that was a different a different story altogether so then I started thinking back and, and said well I mean trying to find a cover to, to cover is always hard to do and then but it usually starts with man wouldn't it be great to pay homage to Faith No More I mean one, they're one of our favorite bands and um, I mean uh, Surprise Your Dead one of my favorite songs it's got one of the most brutal grooves you know it just hits you right between the face or between the eyes so you got it's like what if we were to do our spin on this you know which is a little scary um because no putting it on an album because we didn't want to disappoint anybody either um yeah it's like it's intimidating and we hope that people will look at it and go you know what you guys did a great job on that song and i hope that that's what the case is because we uh, yeah. it, it would it would uh, it would kill me to think that uh, the faith no more fans out there totally reject it you know because i'm a huge faith no more fan
0: yeah but yeah talking about faith no more though i had an interview with uh, scott ian from anthrax um last month and we'll yes. about the uh the cover he did with mike Patton of uh halen i don't know if you guys seen that
1: yes yeah amazing yes.
0: cover. really cool oh.
1: super cool yeah. yeah no
0: doubt i mean it's
1: you know, and when you, when you start thinking back to all of the, you know, your music heroes and people that you listened to growing up and who you emulate or, you know, stylize or whatever you call it, you know, it does. And it goes back, it goes back to those guys. And and it's funny you mentioned Scott Ian. I mean, it was like, Anthrax is one of my favorite bands growing up. I mean, it's like, I mean, you, we you start listening to certain things and you, and, and when, when uh, we got together, um, uh, throughout that span of time that we were writing this album, I, you know, I, I remember telling Tommy, he's was like, man, Tommy, I want to do something thrashy," and he was like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> what, I mean, what do you mean?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm telling you, I mean, we got we got to do this, you know." So, uh, and he did an amazing job of, uh, um, you know, getting back into the roots of uh, you know, the Metallica, Anthrax, Megadeth and Pantera and trying to pull all this together to, yeah. so we could kind of get back to those roots and put something on this album. So I'm so glad that we did.
0: Actually, there was one song, I can't remember what it was now, but uh, it did remind me a little bit of um, Metallica, just the, like the sound of the song. Uh, I didn't write it down, yeah. Yeah, so it was really cool. <laughs>
2: Um for, for me it was a lot of fun because like you know growing up when i was like 12 15 getting into guitar i mean that that's the band i worshiped was metallica mm. um so to be able to re- write and record this kind of stuff i mean i felt like a i mean i i always made a joke that nostalgia was going to be the death of me well quite frankly i actually saved my life on this record like to be able to get in touch with like the inner kid again was was awesome yeah. like um to play this style again i felt it was definitely some of the most fun I've had, like making a record and just playing again. Like I was, I told Mike when we started doing this, I was like, dude, it feels good to finally you know, play some fucking guitar again, <laughs> you know, not discrediting anything else I've done, but a lot of this, a lot of it wasn't guitar driven where this, where some of those thrashier songs are very guitar driven and it pushed me as a player and as a writer. I mean, my arm still hurts to this day recording some of those <laughs> riffs. You
0: yeah, know, it's funny. because I've been, um, so I get sponsored by an app called Musician and Metallica have just done a course for the app as well. Nice. And, and um Jane just talks about how he's just always downstrokes.
2: That's how I am too. I'm always oh, really? especially well, especially when it comes to rhythms, and it does freak people out. Um that I downpick everything, even the fast shit, because I I want that attack. And remember, I, I you know, like I said I grew up wanting to. Play like Metallica, be like Metallica. So to play the rhythms right, I knew you had to downpick everything. And uh, I know sometimes our other guitar player would be like, "Dude, why, why did you make it like that? Or how the <laughs> fuck did you do it like that?" I'm like, "Ah, because it's, it's it. I know as far as like technique goes, it's probably wrong, but it just sounds yeah. heavy and it sounds mean. I I love it, you know. And to me, at the end of the day, as a producer and as a guitar player, I don't give a shit if it's technically right. If it sounds sick and it's badass and it makes a song badass, dude, that's all that matters." Yeah, you know, throw that technicality crap out the window, you know, because the average fan's not going to give a crap,
0: you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what James talks about. He say, you know, how, yeah, you could do it up and down, I and mean, he actually describes, you know, he explains the difference, and uh, you hear the difference how it sounds, and it just doesn't sound the same. Okay. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And, like,
2: yeah, I mean, there are some moments where, like we're recording the rhythms where i'm like oh man maybe i should alternate pick but i was like nah fuck it. it's got to be heavy it's got to be that that sound and you do you, alternate picking i don't care how good you are it's not the same man it's it's not
0: yeah that's great so what i know you talked about metallica but what, what some of your guys other influences like you know, vocally and uh guitar wise
2: um for me uh you know i like guys like buckethead of course um but as far as songwriters go and this is the funny one uh i really look up to johnny cash um as far as composition goes um especially with this record now stepping up on the like the production size and the synth game i actually listen to a lot of like 80s new wave like, like the it. fix in excess uh brian adams like stuff like that yep. which is ironic because you know stranger things the whole kate bush thing making a huge comeback um I feel like like those like '80s type sounding synths go really really well with like the modern metal. Like if you listen to uh, like If Tomorrow Never Comes, there's like that constant like pulse synth mm. in the background that's very influenced by like that 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 new wave sound.
0: Yeah. So uh, well, I love a lot of that stuff. You know. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't pick that, but yeah, it's great to hear. <laughs> Thank you. Well, that's Thank the, you. that's the beauty is like you're
1: taking to things that you wouldn't you wouldn't anticipate. kind of putting those things together and it makes something totally new you know so and and i think when it comes to influences on this particular album it is all over the spectrum i think um and actually when we were uh when we were writing a lot of it was some of the things that we were were thinking about i mean we were intentional on some of it where it was like listen when people listen to this particular song i want them to I want them to feel that they're 20 years back or 30 years back or listening to something that was written back in um, late 80s or, or the 90s or and it had that feel to it. I mean, obviously, there's a little more modern production here, but there is definitely that feeling and that and some of the sounds that you would you would hear that would kind of bring you back to that, whether that's, you know. Um, uh, and there's, you can clearly tell some of the influences on some of these songs um, from Pantera. Um, from Megadeth to Anthrax to uh, obviously Faith No More, um, you, I mean, there's there's a whole slew of them in there. But then also branch into some of the newer stuff that's out there, uh, like uh, Gojira, uh, Macedon, um, uh, you know, just and in in some of the newer, more modern active rock, even you know that that kind of is infused in some of these songs um, is a um, I, I guess so it's a kind of a testament to round out a little bit. Oh, speaking of testament, another one, you know, another one that was a, an influencer on this album. So, I mean, you look at all this stuff and you, you think about um, and, and I got Maiden. I mean, it's like there's certain there's certain things we could do that maybe we couldn't do on an older album because it wasn't acceptable in, in the eyes of certain people or, or the industry or whatnot. But, you know, we've got some amazing, talented musicians um, and with uh, with Bill Staley and Tommy on guitars. Being able to trade off licks and, and trade off solos and be able to do harmonies together and do things that that were normal, you know, in in a lot of the older music and Testament and Maiden and you know, Priest and all this other stuff that we we just couldn't do. Yeah. And um and we we're able to pull that to life
0: on this album. Yeah, some of the guitar work on this album is just crazy. It's really, really good. Love it. Thank you. Yeah, that's cool. you. One last question. So, any plans of coming down to Australia?
1: Oh, Tommy, what do you want to do? I, I, I want to.
0: Like,
2: <laughs> so we gotta, you know, it's kind um, of. I, guess, know, it's I guess we leave
1: that up to you. Yeah, yeah. You can make, make it happen. Get us out there. For sure. <laughs> we want to. There's no doubt about it. There's hands down. We want to get out there and share this music with everybody we possibly can. And um, we have not been to Australia before, um, although we have a lot of friends there um you know we you know we, you know touring with like a storm and touring with fozzy and touring with people that 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 have definitely toured quite a bit through there yeah. we would definitely like to do that um so i, I say to to all the listeners out there and people watching the podcast and whatnot man connect with us yeah. speak to everybody talk to radio talk to whoever you want to talk to and, and let people know you want us to come we would the more demand there is on
0: your end the easier it'll be for us to make the trip for sure Sounds great. I'm sure John will make it happen. And you could last Yeah, man. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys. I really appreciate your time today. And it's not, like I said, it's a fantastic album and I'm sure everyone's going to love it.
1: Thank I you. certainly yeah. hope so, man. I, um, we put everything, we we had a lot of fun doing it. So we hope you guys love it as much as we love creating it for sure. And Adam, obviously, we appreciate your time, man.
0: No, no problem. That was great having both here. Thank Honestly. you. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. I'll see you next Appreciate time.
1: Appreciate you, brother. We'll talk to you soon, all right? All
0: right? For sure. See you later. Bye-bye.